0: Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Linnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020. It is a Dr. Z and Dr. L episode today, which is super exciting. We are going to do an update on the treatment options for amblyopia. We wanted to do this. We've talked about amblyopia. There's a bunch of episodes in the archive about amblyopia, but there are a lot of new technology that is coming out that we wanted to talk about. And we have one specific patient that we are working with in the office right now whose father is very ahead of the game and very into looking at studies and the discussion around all the the treatment options for amblyopia is really exciting and and this parent has kind of even opened our eyes to things on the forefront that we weren't even aware of so we want to bring that awareness to you guys today so before we jump into those things let's just do a refresher of amblyopia so dr l what is amblyopia
1: So amblyopia essentially means that one of your eyes has reduced vision. It can impact both eyes, but typically one eye, and it cannot be attributed to a structural abnormality of the eye. So everything health-wise, perfectly normal with your eye. Um, It usually develops during childhood and is the result of an interruption of normal cortical visual pathway development. Um, Clinically, it means there has to be at least a two or more line difference of vision between the two eyes. And really, essentially, the main causes of amblyopia are anything that causes a big difference between what the two eyes see. So one common cause is strabismus or an eye turn, where one eye is aligned and the other eye is not aligned for the majority of the time, which can result in double vision, which your brain does not like. So it starts to weaken the signal from the eye that is turning more frequently and kind of shut off that signal. Another big underlying cause is a big difference between the prescription between the two eyes. So if one eye is seeing clear and the other eye is seeing blurry, again, your brain does not like that and it'll start to shut off the signal from the blurrier eye. Or a third common cause is anything that's obstructing your line of sight. So a really common one in young children is a congenital cataract. Um, Or another common one is a ptosis or a lid droop where that eye is simply not getting good visual input and the brain will start to weaken the signal from that eye. There are all different levels of amblyopia. Mild is considered when the vision in the amblyopic eye falls between 2025 to 2040. Moderate is at 2050 to 2080 range, and more severe is anything worse than 2100.
0: Right, and the reason why we're talking about amblyopia is because it affects approximately one to 5% of the population. So it's actually pretty prevalent and it's something that we want to pay attention to, right? Because we know that when there is an eye turn or an obvious obstruction, it's very easy to see. The refractive amblyopia is harder to identify because you don't see it, right? And most uh, kids can't say like one eye is blurrier than the other. There's not that That very obvious identification of the amblyopia. And we always like to talk about the symptoms, right? So if you have a kid, right, that you haven't brought in for an eye exam to identify if there's any difference between the two eyes, you might notice them squinting or shutting an eye, you might notice that they have a Poor depth perception, right? They might just be like a clumsy kid. They have poor eye-hand coordination, and you know, in this age demographic of toddlerhood and kindergarten age, which we've been talking about, they are—they aren't—they tend to be a little clumsy, right? They're just getting used to their body. Their motor skills are developing, but if you see your child struggling more than their peers, that's when it should kind of go off into your brain that maybe something's going on with their eyes. Again, you might see them tripping, or they might be more accident-prone, and they might struggle with reading and reading speed and comprehension, or just overall, their academics don't seem to match their intelligence level. So those are the symptoms, and from a sign perspective, from the practitioner's side, right, we know the visual acuity is reduced, but I always like to say that amblyopia is a Monocular manifestation of a binocular disorder. It's like my coined term. It came to me one day, and it really makes the most sense of when you are looking at um, a patient. We think of it as you know the one eye is just not working, but really the overall skills of that eye tend to be reduced. There is reduced contrast sensitivity, just an overall depression of overall visual function. So less ability to focus or accommodate appropriately. Their tracking and scanning skills are reduced, as well as their reduced binocularity and depth perception. So those really are the signs and symptoms of patients that suffer from amblyopia. And I interestingly
1: just saw a patient yesterday in our Office for Vision Therapy Evaluation that kind of fits perfectly into this conversation. Um, She was a 21-year-old woman uh, coming in primarily because she plays college softball, and she's been noticing that she doesn't track the ball as accurately as some of her uh, fellow players when she's batting, and she's a catcher, so she also sometimes knows her depth perception is a little off when she's catching. And then in talking with her, she said, you know, I think that I sometimes am losing my place also when I'm reading, and I just think the two seem to be correlated, so that's what's bringing me in. Um, So talking to her, I knew that she was wearing a contact lens in just her left eye. I was kind of tipped something off to me and I'm going through her exam. She had fairly good vision in that left eye that was wearing a correction. She was about 20, 25 in that eye. But as I went through and assessed more of her visual skills, when I checked her accommodation or her focusing system, that left eye could not clear nearly as many lenses as the right eye could Um, and then I did a test of essentially the flexibility of of her focusing system and she couldn't even get through one cycle with the left eye where she could do about 12 cycles with that right eye. Uh, Her depth perception testing showed some reduced 3D vision, not terribly reduced but reduced from a normal level. Um, So then I kind of went back into her history and she said oh yeah I think that I was given glasses at a very young age. I think maybe I did some patching in that right eye when I was a little bit younger. So our conversation turned into, you know, recommending vision therapy to work on some of her scanning and tracking skills to help her softball in her reading, but also addressing her amblyopia in her left eye. You know, I think that she's fortunate that she had some early intervention in terms of glasses and now a contact lens in that left eye and some mild patching. But she still really shows reduced overall function of that left eye, which is coming into play with her other symptoms, which she didn't realize. You know, I talked to her about that overall reduced function of that left eye is what's impacting some of her depth perception and what she's perceiving as decreased tracking is really a depth perception issue coming from the two eyes, not always working together as a good team. And that piece was never really addressed in her younger life. So I'm excited for her to start vision therapy in our practice and we can work on, you know, the overall function of that left eye. Um, so that kind of leads us nicely into our treatment options conversation because Really, the mainstay treatment of amblyopia is throw a patch on the good eye to force your brain to use the 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 bad eye, which I hate that term, but the the eye this is blurrier. But you know, from what you can see from my case with this patient, that's not a cure-all. And a lot of newer studies that have been done have really been showing that it's not the most effective treatment approach. So a lot of practitioners are kind of moving away from that eye patch and really trying to treat amblyopia as a binocular condition like Dr. Z hit on. The key is really trying to get the brain to pay attention to the amblyopic eye and then learn to work with the fellow eye
0: to have your most efficient vision. Right. And I think two things with your patient that is really important is one, even though she's a little bit older, that doesn't mean we can't treat her. The old way of thinking, right, was that if we didn't treat amblyopia by age seven, that was it. The eye was done and you had to live the way that you were with that reduced vision in the eye. We know that's not the case anymore. The brain is plastic. There is always room for improvement in that amblyopic eye. Secondly, patching right? She did early patching. It improved the acuity enough. And she was able, she's been able to be a successful student, a successful athlete with the improved acuity. But where we come in and where all these new technologies come in and this binocular therapy comes in is not just looking at the acuity, but really getting the two eyes to work together to get that to that next level of visual efficiency and visual function. And that's really what we're, we're headed towards. Okay, so some of the newer treatment options that we really want to
1: highlight today that Dr. Z and I are really excited about really um, have come about because of new advents in technology, which is so exciting. So the first one we want to talk about is Amblyoplay. This is a wonderful computer-based system. Um, It can be used in office by doctors. So optometrists out there doing vision therapy can incorporate this into their their current vision therapy regimen. Or parents do have access to it also to purchase to do along with their children at home. Um, Any computer-based program I usually recommend to my patients to do it in conjunction with seeing a doctor who specializes in vision therapy so they can be doing evaluations to assess progress being made in your child. Any visual gains and gains in their visual skills can be assessed and they can help direct the way to use the computer program. But I think it's a really nice um, alternative option to add into home Um, and what I really love about amblyopia is they are really thoughtful in terms of their target sizes and choices for the younger patient demographic. I think some other computer programs that are out there that we commonly use in our vision therapy programs in office aren't really geared towards that younger child and the goal of amblyopia is to really try to catch these cases as early as possible. While intervention later on in life can certainly be beneficial and gains can be made, it's going to be most effective to try to make changes in that brain eye connection while the child is still young. So what I love about amblyoplay is it's very large targets, really fun targets to look at. And the program itself utilizes activities that are simple to follow for both the child and parents at home. So I know my niece who has an eye turn, um, used this to supplement with some other vision therapy she was doing along with a surgery she ended up doing for her eye for cosmesis. Um, And she, I think, I believe it was about three or four when she started using Amblyoplay and was very successful with using the targets um, where I think no other computer program has really been able to bring that ease of use to that demographic.
0: Yeah, I, I know the patients that have used Amblyoplay really f- feel like it is helping them and it's easy to use. And it's something that the kids want to stick to, which I think is always the challenge when dealing with these young kids is keeping them engaged and Doing the work with them and making it not feel like work, right? It really does feel like play. Another new uh, technology that is coming out—it's called a movie therapy, and this is from a paper out of Science China, with that looking at restoring binocular vision with the brain plasticity through movies. So when I was reading this paper, I was like, "This seems crazy! Like, how does this work?" So really. It's based on showing the good eye, right? The We're using this good eye, bad eye thing today. But the good eye, the movie, at an eight millisecond delayed viewing. So the goal is to induce plasticity in the brain by strengthening the synapses that carry the input from the amblyopic eye. And this is called spike time dependent plasticity. So I had never heard of this term before. And it really, what this, spike time dependent plasticity is working on it. It is working to promote the transmission of neural signs and it helps to improve the vision. So this early study is showing that there is an increase in acuity at 3.8 lines versus just the 1.4 lines with patching only. So there is a huge improvement in acuity while watching these movies. W- compared to just patching alone. So this is a very early study. This is like super early on, super new technology. And, but it's promising, right? Because if you can have a kid just watch a movie, but work on their amblyopia, that could be life-changing. We know that with amblyopia, that that ability to have compliance, right? Patching, we know p- kids don't want to be patched. It's uncomfortable, it's weird but if we can have them just sit in front of a movie and something that they enjoy while having the brain work and improve acuity it's a win-win so this is something that is a very new and something to really look out for as things progress and we'll update you guys as we as we learn more about this this movie therapy and the spike time dependent plasticity and
1: then the one last system we wanted to highlight which kind of goes along a similar vein um, utilizes the technology of virtual reality, which is really exciting. Um, So the program that we want to highlight is called Luminopia One. It's actually the first technology to receive FDA approval for prescription use, which is really exciting. So far, it's been studied and tested in the ages four to seven demographic. Um, it's expected to come to market at some point this year, which we both are really excited to kind of check out the technology and use it. And the way that it works is the child wears a virtual reality headset and they take streaming content, things that you would normally watch on virtual reality anyway, and they added some therapeutic modifications to it. So the way that they treat the amblyopia is that the headset presents a blurrier picture to the stronger eye and a clearer picture to the weaker eye and then it also makes certain portions of the video invisible to each eye alone. So the child only sees the full picture of what they're viewing if they have both eyes turned on and are using both eyes together. Um, so it's treating amblyopia in this binocular or both eyes fashion, which is you know, the, the way that everything is moving, which is really exciting. Um, and they have tons of options of what the children can view. Um, they can choose from over 700 plus hours of content from very popular providers like DreamWorks, Sesame Street, Nickelodeon. Um, so the This is another great way for a child to do something that they would already love to do throughout the day, which is watch a fun video or movie while addressing their amblyopia in a binocular fashion. Um, So this one, we're really excited to see it come out and, you know, get a little bit of experience with it also. And I think it's just so exciting to see where technology is moving and going and that it can impact things that we're managing like amblyopia, um, especially in that younger patient population where attention can sometimes be tricky and some of you know, our exercises that we do in vision therapy can be very effective, but can be boring or not so fun for the kids. So I think anything you can do that kids
0: perceive as fun and not as therapy is a win-win. Absolutely. So biggest three big new technologies and that we're talking about can really are, are really going to change how we manage amblyopia. And I think the takeaway from today is that treatment should be multifactorial, meaning there may be some early patching. We know that patching works, but that's not the end all be all. And if you were patched as a kid and you're an adult listening, know that there is other treatment options available for you to see how much we can improve your visual function and your depth perception and really just know that all these technologies are coming that that are coming out are really really hopeful in the sense of getting the best treatment for that amblyopic eye. You know, there are, um, you know, there's not, there haven't been studies yet to show is virtual reality treatment better than X, Y, or Z, Uh, but what we can tell you as doctors that work with amblyopic patients and every day and doing that binocular vision therapy that getting the two eyes to communicate together better is only going to improve your visual function. And these these technologies will only help us get there faster. So rest assured, there's a lot of options for you if you or your child suffer from amblyopia and there's no reason why uh, you have to live with reduced visual acuity.
1: And Dr. Z and I will continue to bring you technological updates on amblyopia. And for a more in-depth background and discussion of amblyopia, make sure you check out our previous episodes today. We really wanted to focus on bringing you some exciting updates, and we will talk to you listeners next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us at Twin Forks Optometry on Facebook and Instagram. Join our private Facebook group, Vision is More Than 2020. Subscribe, download, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tune in next week to learn more about your vision.